Continuing our series featuring the information cost velocity curve, we turn to China. What's new in China with uh, their control over really every industry over there, Francis? This has become a global problem. Recently, NVIDIA, the US chip manufacturer, moved to acquire ARM. Now, ARM was a UK-based chip design company bought by SoftBank. And as pretty much everyone knows, SoftBank ran into all kinds of problems, uh, aligning its investments and uh, had to start selling properties off pretty quick uh, to show any kind of return to investors. And uh, they put ARM up for sale and NVIDIA stepped in to buy it. Now, nominally now, NVIDIA is Japanese because SoftBank's a Japanese company. But there are all kinds of problems occur with China. China has decided that it will review this deal and decide whether or not it can go through. And this is a key piece of China's thinking. Nothing can touch the Chinese ecosystem that does not surrender its intellectual property to the party. The party demands that you surrender key pieces of your IP as part of the price for doing business in China. And that's a strict rule of theirs. They've had it for a long, long time. And it doesn't matter whether you're selling cars in China or chips, uh, you must do this. And you must structure arrangements, joint ventures in China where the party controls the majority share of the company, uh, the majority share of the deal. So this is a real problem. And you also have uh, AMD uh, buying Xilinx. Now that's a US to US company, but they have business in China. And again, the Chinese are stepping in. What means is that you cannot scale a chip company today unless you surrender intellectual property to China. Uh, in fact, with the, with the NVIDIA ARM deal, China may just nix the thing entirely and say it can't go through at all. So you have an industry, semiconductors, which is in the middle of a massive uh, redesign shakeup. We've done case studies like saving uh, Intel on our future-creators.com website, shows all of the problems in Intel and everything you're seeing today, we showed several years ago what would happen and what to watch for. You have another problem with China, which is the TikTok problem. Here, the Chinese are refusing to allow an American uh, group to buy all of TikTok and to take control of TikTok's intellectual property. So TikTok is, if you like, the victim of China's IP rule. And the biggest problem for us is that when we apply China's rule or the rule of the Communist Party uh, to intellectual property, that is ours, why guess what? The Chinese go crazy. So China is a big problem for us, both coming and going, if you like. Very difficult for us to do business in China without surrendering intellectual property. Very business, very difficult for us to do business outside China without surrendering our intellectual property. And every single company in the world must now review how much of its ecosystem touches China because even the smallest amount puts the entire operation at risk. 
You mentioned uh, before our podcast today, Francis, uh, the situation with AMD and Xilex. So how could that relationship uh, be hampered by uh, China and, and how they do business? I think that's a pretty uh, straightforward thing. Both are U.S. companies, but to the extent that either or both have business in China, the Chinese can step in and determine whether the deal goes through or not. And they can also determine the price. For example, yes, you can have your deal, but you must support Huawei, for example, which is against the security interests of the United States and almost every other country in the world into the bargain. So uh, this could get very, very complicated. And between the NVIDIA ARM and the AMD Xilinx deals, you can see where the big geopolitical fight is going to be, especially in the advanced parts of the information cost velocity curve where all of the real competitive strength of a nation lies. What can uh, some of these companies learn from what Tesla has, to, uh, has had to do to really cater to the Chinese and their wishes in terms of how business is run? Well, Tesla is a great example because it's now making cars in China. Well, the rules are pretty straightforward. Tesla cannot make cars in China, especially for domestic sale, without surrendering vast amounts of its intellectual property to the party. Uh, failure to do that means that Tesla can't make anything in China. So the first thing you learn is that if you're going to have anything to do with China, whatever, you must be prepared to hand over your intellectual property. There's no way around it. And this means that China gets to move down the information cost velocity curve for free because you paid for the property, you developed it, you're giving it to them for free. And that's the price of selling there. A lot of companies, and I think Tesla's made a gigantic mistake, think that, oh, the Chinese market is huge, so we've got to be there. Well, yes, but the risks of being there are so staggering, it makes no sense to even think about it. For more on our extensive coverage of China, join us at future-creators.com. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.